What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lost of Coaching Podcast, hosted by me, Alex White. As we wrap up Black History Month, I just want to shout out all the black creators, entrepreneurs, black talents, um, black leaders, just everyone black. I won't go on a powerful rant on black people built this shit because y'all already know the vibes and without us, none of this shit would be here. But um, anyways, I was supposed to drop on Monday. However, I spent the weekend in New Orleans, so I wasn't working. And baby, let me tell you, New Orleans doesn't owe me shit. An amazing city, amazing people, amazing culture, amazing vibes. I even met freaking Nicolas Cage while I was out in that joint. So shout out Nicolas Cage. Um, I was so happy I got to experience Mardi Gras for the first time. And if you follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, then you've seen enough. Um, And uh, shout out to my girl gang, man, Hunter, Tia, Bree. Raven, Elizabeth, Mercedes, we had a great time and I could not have a better group of girlfriends, y'all. Let me tell you that. Shout out to Tia. We love you. Happy birthday. Um, But with all that out the way, I got to sit down with the beautiful queen Shanta Jackson, author of The Journal of a Woman with Lived Experiences, a 21-day guided journal. Um, she's originally from Las Vegas, but she moved to Maryland on a leap of faith to live her purpose. She flew all the way here from Baltimore to tell her story and share her journal with the world. So make sure you guys go cop that. Her testimony is amazing. So make sure you check out the description for all Ashanta's socials and the link in the link to purchase her journal as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I have so much respect for this woman. I have respect for any woman who, um, who just gets up and does things just off the strength of, um, you know, of, of following their dreams and following their purpose. So shout out to you, Shanta. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. And I hope you come back to Dallas very, very soon. Um, make sure you tune in the Lost of Culture podcast every Monday morning, episode 25, five, six, five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to the Lost of Culture Podcast. I am your host, Alex White. Thank you guys for rocking with me. All the love, support, feedback you guys have given me thus far. Um, I am not by myself. I am joined by Shanta Jackson. Thank you so much for coming. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh. All the way from Baltimore. How was your flight? Everything? You got here safe? Yes. And, and for the record, I'm from, I live in um, the Baltimore, Washington, like metro area. Th- that's but, but, but baby, I'm from Las Vegas. Las <laughs> Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas yes. made. Yes. Yes. Born and Shout raised. Shout out to Vegas. Pleasure meeting you. Oh my God. I'm so glad you made it. Um, like I said, off mic, there's so much I want to learn from you and I'm just excited to have you on. Um, I feel like your, your impact is going to be, is going to be big for, for this platform. So, uh, again, I'm so excited to have you on, but, uh, let's jump right into it. I want to start from jump, start from the, start from the beginning, beginning. What made you fall into wanting to become a speaker, uh, a author and really just being your own boss? So it's, that's a really good question. It actually started from when I moved to Maryland. Mm -hmm. It was a leap of faith. 
my son was eight years old in the fourth grade mm -hmm. and I just prayed and I was just like okay God I'm gonna take care of people and I'm gonna do what comes natural to me and I take care of people and you take care of me right and um, so the work that I've done professionally even as an employee that's the type of I've always uh, been a more so like a public servant public servant right, uh, socially right, right. conscious initiatives mm -hmm. um, so fast forward to the um, to the journal so again my mission in general no matter what i do mm -hmm. with my business is socially conscious initiatives i don't right. do anything that's not socially conscious and that's mm -hmm. intentional right and my personal mission for myself is just to help people to help themselves and mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. i come from a background in public health and there are these uh it's a term called social determinants of health mm -hmm. what what which I like to refer to as the um, social influences or, or, or factors that impact your health and your life and quality outcomes, right. such as where you live, where you work, your level of education, your access to resources, your access to culturally responsive, cu culturally competent resources and mm. different things like that. And, and lately I've been going into the, um, to the world of social justice and equity. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So that's just who I am at the core. Right. And I normally journal mm -hmm. and I've always thrown my journals away mm. um, out of shame and embarrassment. I always thought like, what if I die and someone it's, finds yeah. this? Yeah. And yeah. I just like your anyone... phone. Like, what if I die? Somebody get my phone. What's going to happen? Right. So um, this time. And so in 2019, the book that I wrote, The Journal of a Woman with Lived Experiences, mm -hmm. it's a 21 day guided journal. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, my journal, I started it in um, in January 2019. Okay. And this time I did not throw it away. I knew it was going to be something special, but mm. I, the intent was not for it to be published as a book. Okay. The intent was for me to just save it. Hmm. and save it for my son so i actually wrote in the cover on the inside cover of the book and i wrote in life this book belongs to shanta jackson and in death it belongs to my son mm. and i intended to to leave it for him mm -hmm. and then i'm almost finished with the journal it's about september october of 2019 and then I started to kind of, I was finished with it, and now I'm kind of changing my mind. Do I want my son to see really? this? And I was sharing a journal entry with a close friend. How it, often were you writing? Um, sometimes every day, sometimes every other week. It mm -hmm. just depends. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes you'll write, and then you'll take a, a week or three days off, right, and right, then right. sometimes it's a long journal entry. But how I like to write my um journal entries sometimes it would just be like i'm conscious of always saying what i'm grateful for mm. because i believe that it comes back to you absolutely absolutely and 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 you're you're manifesting and you're creating that so i always absolutely. say what i'm grateful for mm -hmm. and actually um th who, the person that motivated me to do that was lisa nichols and she's a motivational speaker and transformation coach, or mm. I don't know if that's the title that she wants to go by, but that's how I see her. Mm -hmm. And um, so one of the things that she recommended was writing down what you're grateful for mm. on a regular basis. And so I started to do that on my whiteboard and then it transferred to my journal. Mm -hmm. But when I'm not journaling, I still say what I'm grateful for in the morning. Absolutely. Then I started writing notes to myself about what I'm grateful for. And that's mm. one of the um, journal entries that I have in the book. Okay. Did I answer your question? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, okay. yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
So let's get to the journal. The journal, when did you actually uh, decide that you wanted to publish it? So back to that conversation with the friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to write a book, but I thought it was going to be professional. Right. Uh, um, about my work experience or me giving advice or mm-hmm. um, on socially conscious, conscious initiatives, program planning, evaluation. That's what I initially thought that my book was going to be about. Mm. And I always wanted to speak, and I actually do professional speaking engagements. But something, it was a shift to where I wanted to focus more on my personal brand, but I was mm-hmm. having a conversation with a friend, and I shared the journal entry with him, and I was telling him that, you know, I was thinking about throwing it away because that's what I normally do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, that's your legacy. Don't do it. Mm. And then something just clicked. So remember I told you that I knew something was different about this journal because I I, I wrote in it, you know, I told you what I wrote. Yeah. So I knew something was different, but I never thought so it's something and I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, and then he was saying, you know, you can help people. You never know. It could be a memoir. Yeah. Yeah. And then something just clicked in me and I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book. Mm. And and then I had this idea of, you know what? I'm going to be Shanta Jackson, the personal brand. Mm. And, and and one of my missions in general is to be nationally known to across the well, to be nationally known as the person who helps to improve the lives of others. That's mm. that's what if, if you ask about mm. me, that's what I would want people to say about me. Right, right, right. And so I had this great idea to start with this one book. Mm-hmm. And eventually have other books, but also speaking engagements and maybe workshops, seminars. Mm-hmm. And um, I have like this vision for myself to where I'll be a brand. I think I have mm. pretty white teeth. Mm. <laughs> so who knows? Yep, I yep. can Maybe I can get a Colgate. <laughs> yeah. you know. Shout out Colgate. Yeah. Hey, hey, you're looking for her. She right here. So basically what my goal is for, and this is me, this is my entrepreneur hat. Mm-hmm. Um, but what my goal is, is I want to, just grind hard, work hard, build Absolutely. build the relationships, and while I'm doing that, help people, and then eventually the the platform or my next level in in life, wherever I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. that will naturally gravitate towards me and the people that need to see me and they'll pay attention. I just have to do my part, right? right? And that's right. With, exactly. with anything in life, and that's exactly. actually one of the things that I um one of the purposes of this journal. And so right. this particular journal, I, um, what I did is I looked at my journal entries mm-hmm. and I, so, so again, I did not write the book. I'm sorry. I did not write the journal entries for the book. For the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what I did is I pulled my journal entries and I read them and, and I, and I decided on different themes. Mm-hmm. So one of the themes is, owning your personal story, mm-hmm. the power of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then I would read another one of my journal entries and I would say, oh, this is gratitude. And oh, this is shallow thinking. Mm. This is self-validation, not having to be validated by others. And I have mm. like different themes throughout. Right. Uh, manifesting love, expecting love, mm. um, maintaining my independence as a single mother, but still mm. dating and being an entrepreneur, just different mm. topics and themes. Wow. Um, life visioning. I have my bucket list and different things like that. But basically the format of the book is I introduce the theme or the topic mm-hmm. based off of my personal journal entry. Right. And I, um, and I 
write a, an introduction to that, and mm-hmm. then I actually share my personal journal entry. Mm. And then after I share my personal my personal journal entry, I leave. I actually prompt the reader to write, mm. and I leave space for you, the reader. Nice. And nice. Um, I've met a few people that one person has a life coach, a life coach, and her life coach told her to journal. Mm-hmm. Another person um, disclosed to me that she was depressed and, she's, and she is currently seeing a therapist mm-hmm. because of a, of a breakup. And another person disclosed to me that she recently lost her mother and grandmother. Mm. And that therapist told her to journal. Mm. So therapists and, and, and coaches mm-hmm. and mentors, they're telling people to journal, but there's a lot of, there are a lot of people out there that don't necessarily know how to journal or know where to start. Right, right. I'm one of those people. Like I, I, uh, I go to therapy. Or I used to go to therapy. I need to, I need to start going back. But I used to go to therapy, and she would tell me, "You need to journal. You need to write in your journal." I get it. I understand how it works, and I understand how effective it can be, and how much, and and how how much it's needed. But how do you really get into the the focus of I'm gonna journal my thoughts, maybe? every about two three times a week how do you really focus your mind on and train yourself to really put yourself in that realm and journal so this particular book is a guide Mm -hmm. it's a 21 day guided journal Mm -hmm. and you could literally you don't have to just try it just try that that one journal Mm -hmm. entry and like i said it's a prompt and if you don't mind i can actually read it to you yeah 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 Uh, do you want me to read the let's let's see let's read let's let's read read. me a juicy one (laughs) uh, like all right all right i'm giving them the goods now they got to put they got to pay for that (laughs) you know what valentine's day is coming yes tomorrow shout out valentine's day if you got a valentine Shout out to you if you don't got a Valentine. So my goal is to find a boyfriend by tomorrow, <laughs> probably twelve noon. Okay, okay, we got some, we got some time, we got I, some time. Well, actually, I'll be working uh, maybe five p.m. Five p.m. We got some time. We got, we got more than enough time. You know where you at? <laughs> Trust me, they, 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 they not hard to catch around here. <laughs> so, oh, I just found it, and I. Let's see. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll share the my fourth journal entry and okay. it's manifesting love. Okay. And then I'll share with you the prompt and the prompt will answer your question. Okay. Um, so Shanta's fourth journal entry, manifesting love. I'm in tune with myself and I'm wise enough to recognize whether a person is right for me or not. I'm really good at spotting the no's, but I'm, but I'm working on opening my eyes to the yeses. I want love. True, sincere, unconditional love. Love for myself, love for him, love for each other, love for life, love for God, and love for those that he and I love. I want respect, admiration, and attraction as well. Not just physical attraction. Attraction to his mind, his heart, his ways, the way Mm. he carries himself, how he treats others, and his thought processes. Although he will have his own mind, He will think like me. He will lead me, carry me, and follow me too. Mm. I love him already, and I don't think that we've met yet. If we have, my eyes and my heart have not opened to see or feel him. I just have to open up and let someone in, but at the same time, remain 
at, but at the same time maintain respect for myself and my values. Mm. I'm done letting people take advantage of me, my time, my body, and my mind. Ooh. He has to have self-respect and respect for me, my time, my, and my emotions. I'm trying my best to avoid selfish, insecure, and egotistical men. Mm. Your fourth journal entry, Manifesting Love. Think about how you can love yourself better, whether you have a significant other or not. Write how you want that person to love you. Reflect on the internal and external love you need to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself and the person you will share your life with. Mm. Ooh, that's a word. See, I like journals like that. Like when I get it, when I can like, cause you feel, you feel that connection. You feel like you're not alone. That, that alone puts me at ease. Whenever I feel like I'm not alone with something, it's like, okay, whew. And that's, and that's the point, and that's the feedback that I've been getting. Mm. And in fact, in the process of writing this, I went to the store, and I went to multiple stores, and I went online, and I searched guided journals. And I saw a lot of good guided journals, mm -hmm. but what's unique is you don't have a human being, you don't have someone right. really sharing their personal journal entries right. and sharing their, vulnerabil their vulnerability. Right, so, right. Yeah. That, yeah, that, see, I, lo I love the way that's set up. Um, I think I think I guess, I guess it just goes back to what you were saying earlier. Just fear. Like you don't want it to get out there. You don't want other people to see. You probably yourself don't want to see it again. But when you break it down like that, it's it fits. It's perfect. As far as like your age groups, what's the most popular age group that leans towards this? So what I initially thought, I thought that my target population would be women multicultural between mm -hmm. the ages of 18 and 44. Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, I'm looking at different media kits and magazines and I'm looking at their audience, but at the same time, I, you can have an idea, but it's people determine the value. Mm. People determine um, your worth and, and, and what they're interested in. Mm. And so I, while I have an idea and for, and for marketing purposes, you know, to, to try and test, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm letting people tell me and, and the feedback that I've gotten thus far are from both men and women. Mm -hmm. mm, men? Yes. Men are, are purchasing and nice. yes, men and women and they're reading and giving me feedback. Yeah. And, um, during my book launch in Baltimore, a woman approached me cause I had the same question. Someone mm -hmm. asked me the mm -hmm. same question about mm -hmm. the target population mm -hmm. and the older woman, she, I, she, I'm certain that she was 70 plus. Mm, and mm. she came to me and she said, you know what? No, this is for women or this is for people of all ages. Right. It's never too late. Right. And then, uh, but someone else approached me because the, the, for my first journal entry, I share my story of resilience. Well, mm -hmm. one of my stories of resilience. Mm -hmm. And it's the story of when I was 19 years old, I had a boyfriend and my boyfriend had five kids mm. and I married him when I was 21. I was in college and mm. it was an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And the um, we it was back and forth the stories in the book, but back and forth. But the very, very, very last day that I was with him, I snuck out of the house, and mm. I um, yeah, I snuck out of the house with my son. Um, uh. and so someone approached me and said, "But the the time frame when this happened to you mm -hmm. that relates to 
younger women right, college age. Right, right. So Very it, much. yeah, so it all depends. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm so to answer your question again, I'm letting people gravitate towards me and I'm letting them tell right, me because right. I have men purchasing and reading and mm-hmm. giving feedback as well. Mm-hmm. Now go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, they're just they're giving feedback and, and what a lot of guys are doing, they're um they they're not writing mm-hmm. and they read it mm-hmm. and then they're sharing it with a woman in their life. Mm. Mm. Powerful. Now, um, just going, I mean, I can see, like you said, the younger generation, I can see them, this affecting them the most out of all generations, just because the young mind and just the development and the learning experience that they can take from this. Um, do you see yourself really pointing towards that audience and like in the future, like maybe your next book or like your next, your next, um, motivational speech. Like, do you see yourself gravitating towards the younger audience just because I guess it's a time thing. Now you see the, you see the, how the young generation is now. Do you see yourself really, you know, giving them more attention, I would say than anyone else. I do um, mentor a lot of young women, young ladies, and young girls. Mm -hmm. I actually just spoke last week. There's this um, mentoring program in Baltimore called Mentoring Mentors, Mm -hmm. and they have have a group of... of boys and girls and I've spoken to both groups and so it was my first time speaking with the girls and I actually I'll be back on a regular basis Mm. and um, and I've made sure to share age-appropriate messages with Mm -hmm. them because they're Mm -hmm. middle school age Mm -hmm. but at the same time these are young girls with lived experiences Mm -hmm. and they're growing up in the city of Baltimore Mm -hmm. and And you you have to be responsive to the to the needs of those individuals. Right. And so, to answer your question, I'm consciously and intentionally dedicating my time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily to, to them. Mm-hmm. And if, if and I'm I'm and I'm thinking now. So what I'm doing is I'm paying attention to the to responses and, and conversations. So I'm also doing my assessment, mm-hmm. and yep. and I'm paying attention. Yep. And so and, and so that's going to. De- will determine mm. what my next book is going to be. Gotcha. But the content in the book mm-hmm. is what I would like to do as far as speaking engagements. And I right. would like to grow this. I My background is, again, in public health program planning. Mm-hmm. And I could literally develop programs, seminars, workshops, mm. curriculum. Mm. There's a lot of things that I could do with the content that's already in here. Right, right. Now, your confidence level is like on a thousand. How did you really get to this level of confidence? Because especially like as a black woman, like the stuff that you went through prior to, you know, you being an author, how did you really maintain, like get yourself together like this? I think some of it is natural and I think some of it is learned, um, from being around family and it depends on like who you surround yourself with, Mm. but don't get it twisted. I'm not always confident. Mm. I'm, I Mm. am a human being Mm -hmm. and I have my low days. And, but what I have mastered is I'm not really, so confidence could be equated with like an emotion. Mm. And just because I feel a certain way, or if I have anxiety over something or fear, Mm -hmm. I make myself do it anyway. I've Mm. literally been scared. Imagine, 
someone having to jump from a tall building and how they're shaking in right, the inside. Yeah, yeah. I've literally been scared mm. and I've done things anyway. Phone mm. calls. Um, even now, just with pitching the book, who mm-hmm. am I? I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, I'm, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a semi-celebrity. Semi I'm not this, you know. And so I can talk and say all these things to myself, but I'm like, no, I have an idea. And if I have an idea, it was given to me. And if I have a vision, all I have to do is, I, I, is take the action steps. And I, know, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know that I'm going to learn as I go. Mm-hmm. And... You could be the type of person where you say, you know, I'm not ready, not yet, not yet. And mm. it's like, what are you scared of? Are mm. you scared of success? Are you scared of rejection? Are you scared yeah. of what people might think? Yeah. And these are the things. And so this is how journaling has helped me as well. Mm-hmm. These are the things it helps me. It's like a form of self-assessment to where, like, Shanta, what is it? What is it? Like, and mm. I literally talk to myself. There's two Shantas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, got to, yeah. And sometimes my confidence, I'm like, no, I have an idea. And I'm like, no, do it. Or, yeah. or no, we're not thinking like that today. We're See, not going to think like I that. Think, I think that's what, um, I, I'm, I'm going to speak on my generation. That's what my generation is terrified of. They're so scared to just jump and just do shit. Like, it's, it's always some hesitant. It's always, um, uh. I don't want to just fear, just fear. Like, um, I, I, a lot of, a lot of the question that I, that I ask a lot is, would, would you ever quit your day job to do something you love? And a lot of the times it's like, no, nah, cause I got, you know, I got bills. I got priorities. I got this. I got that. I that's got not this. just your generation. I think that's a lot of people. Mm. So this is what happens. Our bodies grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was telling the young girls, mm-hmm. So we're babies. They're middle middle age, middle mm-hmm. school age. Your body is developing into a, an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm 38 years old. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about this necessarily in my 20s or even early 30s, but I'm, I'm observing people. And I had a conversation mm-hmm. yesterday with this woman. And she was like, I remember when I was 38. I'm in my 50s now and it goes by fast. So this is the thing you're going to grow and you're going to get old. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, how are you progressing and how are you improving yourself? Mm -hmm. What is, what, what, how are you changing the way you, the way you think, the Mm. way you grow, the way you act, the way you feel, you have to kind of coach and train yourself. Like your brain is like a, like a computer program or something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so you can grow older Mm -hmm. and, it's not just a millennial thing or it's, 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 it's in life in general. Some people, you got a lot of old fools. You have a lot of old fools. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of people that had it and that's it. They had it just that one time and they're living off that little moment and that they're in that past and they're mad at themselves or different things. So it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that won't. And I, and I, um, I'm 100% self-employed and, mm. and that's what I did. I took a chance on myself and I'm always taking chances. I'm taking chances now. I'm just, it, it's, it's to the point where I've been so low a couple of times. Mm. Like I've literally had $9 in my checking account, mm-hmm. a checking account. Mm-hmm. I've literally had $12. Mm-hmm. I have two separate occasions, $9 and $12. I've flown for clients and, and all expense paid trip and I took a chance and didn't have really didn't have much money, but I had to take a chance to get the contract. Right. And, and it always worked. It works out. Mm. I've, I've, I've never been homeless, <laughs> never been evicted or that anything like crazy. that. I have a, a child, a whole child that I have to take care yeah. of. And I'm not 
I'm a single mother. I'm a single parenting mother. Mm. I make all of the decisions by myself. Mm. I do majority 95% of everything for my son, whether it's emotional support, mm-hmm. yeah. um, physical, mm-hmm. clothing, mm-hmm. shelter, food, whatever it is. That's yep. I do that. Yep. Plus, I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and I'm in an environment where we're in a space where I'm the only one. I didn't. I didn't have a support system in Maryland. I literally mm. took my baby away mm-hmm. from our family mm-hmm. because I had a dream and I wanted to move to DC. It was time to go. Ended up in Maryland, right? Yep. And and look at me now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that is probably yeah. You got to take a chance. You'll yeah. never know. And guess what? You never know. You can move and you can always go back home. I can go back home at any time, mm. and I can always get a job. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you don't, it. You don't, yeah, yeah. That's not that's not your that's not your purpose. That's not your calling. Even on my low days, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Hold that question. Okay. Before I answer it, and you might have to repeat it. Okay. So process <laughs> I hope it. we both don't forget. <laughs> but first, before I answer that, I mm-hmm. want to say that for the people that I know, for men and and especially black men, mm-hmm. every black man that I know and that I associate with mm-hmm. is a good father. Yes. Every black man in my family. Mm -hmm. And I have so much respect. It's a lot of men. Don't worry about if you don't have the financial means to buy the most expensive items or do the most for your child. I respect the man that walks, that has no car, that walks to the bus Mm -hmm. stop every day to to pick his kids up from school and and, and that is active. Mm -hmm. Every person that I know, regardless of their education level regardless of their income status every man that i know Mm -hmm. is a good father um for as far as the men right i'm not saying i don't know any single mothers right i'm saying the men and i don't know all of their like my friends and associates Mm -hmm. that are single parents Mm -hmm. i I don't know their kids fathers right 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 right? so i can't speak on them but i'm just saying the men that i know that Mm -hmm. i've surrounded myself with and that i've engaged with whether they're just friends whether it's family or Mm -hmm. someone that i've dated they're always good fathers Mm. so i just want to say that Mm. um but to the advice that i would give to a single mother is a young single mother mother. you know just try to just try to be the best person that you can for yourself and for your child your child is watching you Mm -hmm. and you probably you're learning as you go Mm -hmm. but whatever it is that you've learned in life and whatever your lessons are your child is a sponge Mm. your child is going to think like you they're going to act like you it could Mm. be something as simple as your table manners Mm. and and they're representing you as well so Mm -hmm. when you send your child out this is a representation of, of you. Your, yeah, of your parenting, yeah. Yes, Absolutely. so um, for the most part, you know, behaviors, attitudes, mm-hmm. mannerisms, mm-hmm. and different things like that. So what type of person do you want to produce for the world, right? Right, right And right. you don't have to, and it's not about money, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. take the time. And, I think this world um, gets wrapped up, young mothers get wrapped up in that a lot, the, the image. Or the, the I see it all the time, especially mm-hmm. on, um, on social media or some yeah. young mothers that I know. Um, it's more so about my baby has this certain shoe exactly, or, the, or, these, exactly. or this outfit. So I'm taking this, this yes. is what matters. And, but the tablet is the babysitter. For yeah. Example. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so my advice is just to, you know, just to c- continue to grow yourself in personal development and don't let anything stop you. When 
I was in grad school and I don't know how I did it. I was making $12 an hour working part-time and I could not afford to rent. So I was forced to buy. It was easier for me to buy. It was mm-hmm, easier mm-hmm. for me to get the down payment mm-hmm. to buy something. Right. I went to grad school. I had a, a part-time job, a GA. This is all within like 12 months or less. Mm. Damn. I, I, and I graduated part-time job, internship, GA ship. I I I had to, to grind it Everything, out and yeah. I and I did have my support system. I had family that would um pick my son up or sometimes I would take him to class with me mm-hmm. or I found you have to be very resourceful. Mm-hmm. So the Boys and Girls Club, I think I paid like 20 to 30 dollars for the membership for the year. Mm. Damn. And, and so after school, <laughs> while yeah. I was in class, I could take him there. Yeah. And then they would close like at 6 or yep. 6.30, but mm. I would have a break. And so I would go pick him up and then take him back to class with me. Yep. Sometimes you just have Damn. to do what you have to do. Just yeah. grind it out. Yeah. But trust me, your work ethic, they're paying attention and they're watching you. And mm. they're going to remember that. Just like how you remember things mm. about your parents, yep. whether it's positive or negative, yep. they're going to remember that too. So you're modeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my thing is, I'm not, I don't want to knock anyone right so i'm not trying to knock anyone i'll if i know you and i'm around you i'm going to meet you where you are at Mm -hmm. and i'm a resourceful person and nat and naturally i'm going to give and and this is give my my knowledge my wisdom Mm. give you info tips on and share resources if you told me that you like you're interested in starting a business or you're trying to go back to school or you need help with the resume i'm not doing it for you because that's not my job right so that's one thing I won't do. I've just I've done it in the past, mm-hmm. but moving forward, I've decided that I'm not helping anyone that does not want to help themselves. Absolutely. It's a waste of time. Absolutely, I cannot Complete do it for waste you. Waste of time. I can. I'll be there to support you and guide you through, and I can review. I can check. I can you know kind of mm-hmm. help you, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing anything for you. Mm. And if you don't want to do it for yourself, how can you expect for someone else to? Um, to want to help you. And, exactly. and this is the same thing with relationships love. If you don't love yourself, you don't respect yourself. How can you exactly. look what you're attracting? No one, exactly. you know, so. Exactly. So uh, earlier you talked a little, you touched a little bit on your past and your, um, your old relationship. How, how does someone, how does a woman really get out of something so toxic, but they're so comfortable inside of it? So some people, so you said trapped, mm-hmm. and then you said comfortable. I think those might be a, two different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or some people just, their confidence, a person, you have to be careful. So remember, misery loves company. Right. And if you're in a toxic situation, and if that person is abusing you, whether it's um, physical, verbal, uh, mental abuse, they have certain issues themselves. Mm-hmm. They have something going on. Right. And sometimes I understand you can feel like sometimes we want to, I think it's different things. So some, in my case, it was, I was being loyal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to leave, you know, that was it. I was in super in love too. I was super in mm-hmm. love. You couldn't tell me, you couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was super in love, but then I was loyal. And then at some point you just accept things and maybe you ignore it or maybe it starts to normalize for you. Right. But my advice is, so I know that there are some women out there or some young ladies or even teenagers or girls that are in relationships and 
you think of like you you're thinking like oh what if i leave for different things and and but i can't afford to live by myself i can't afford to do this right. walk away trust mm. me it'll be okay i literally walked away mm. with nothing mm. when i came to when i went back to las vegas from chicago that's where we lived and my son was born in chicago mm. i literally had two hundred dollars mm. three pairs of dirty clothes Mm. my my baby and a car seat no social security card no birth Nothing. certificates no tax records n none of my furniture j jewelry nothing i literally just one day just up and I, left i was finished peace out yeah damn i mean we, we played the let's try to get back together game yeah and then that's the day i ended up sneaking out of the gotcha. house because the night gotcha. before I, I wasn't allowed to leave gotcha so how do you really with the stuff that you've been through how is dating now um so now back to journaling mm -hmm. i journaling helped me to once you finish and you go through i didn't read my reread my journal entries after i wrote them mm -hmm. i later i went back and i started seeing a pattern mm. and then i i started um to be honest with myself and i said you know what i'm afraid of commitment mm. i'm afraid i i love and i love hard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and one thing that i know for sure that i'm not afraid to admit that is that i would the men that i did choose to mm -hmm. give my attention to subconsciously they would never i subconsciously i knew that they would never commit to me mm. subconsciously i knew that i never really had mm -hmm. to be vulnerable mm -hmm. subconsciously i knew that i never really had to take a risk mm -hmm. with my life mm -hmm. and put my life in and trust in the hands of someone else and they hurt me right, right subconsciously right, right. so the good guys i was I, I didn't really give them attention mm. or i dogged them or played them or mm -hmm. different things like that but really, once I really was honest with myself and started doing some self-assessment, I was like, okay, I'm afraid of commitment because, and then I started noticing my pattern and my actions mm. and things that I was doing. Mm. Okay. So journaling, what's your, what's like your favorite part, your favorite thing about opening up the journal and pen and paper? Um, I think I'm a little bit poetic. <laughs> oh, it's a poetic skills up in there. I don't know. I, I, I'm like, I read it. And I'm like, I wrote that. Oh, okay. But, um, just the fact that I have these ideas and these visions and things that I write and I said, I'm, that I'm going to do, I'm, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And then, um, also I've been in a lot of situations from even from when I was six years old mm -hmm. where I know, I know that God was watching over me. Yeah. There's been yeah. a lot of times where I could have been hurt or even like a near death experience. Yeah. Yep. Just nothing that I necessarily did or put a situation that I put myself in. But if I think about just in life, like mm -hmm. this entire time mm -hmm. and, and, and the, everything of my dreams and things that I wanted to do. And I, and I've always, this was me from when I was a little girl. I always want, I played business. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I had a typewriter and just, just, just different things about myself. Right, right, and I right. used to play in the mirror and, and play VJ. Uh, uh, so MTV, they had the, the VJs. And I uh, used to, is that like the music videos? Yeah, the gotcha. video jock. Gotcha. I think that's what the gotcha. DJ gotcha. is. Gotcha. Yeah, so I used to play and, and, and different things. And I said, I want to have my own magazine. And, and I remember my dad, um, he helped me make my own magazine. And now that I'm looking at my book cover, 
this is the magazine that I that, that when I saw when crazy. I was a kid. It's not a magazine; it's a book, but, but it's the same yeah. cover. It's the same cover. That is crazy. So one thing that I'm realizing is that who I am, I'm authentic and I'm genuine and and it's to the core but then also just me expressing um, gratitude and positive affirmations I'm realizing like this stuff is like it's coming back to me and it always has been so I just got to continue and and right now I'm I'm really humble and and I'm just kind of I I have to do my part and do my action Mm -hmm. but I'm just like just lead me and put me in these spaces and, yeah. and opportunities just keep presenting themselves. Mm. And it, and there is no, it, it, the way the, how things are happening is crazy. And, um, in the journal, I talk about life visioning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, um, and I have a little exercise or a, a prompt for that. And then I share my life vision for myself. And then mm. my f- last journal entry, journal entry number 21 is my bucket list. Oh, okay. And, Everybody has a bucket list. That's dope. Yeah, and um, and how I introduce the bucket list is most people, when you, they think of a bucket list, you think of things you want to do before you die. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking of it like that. My bucket list are things that I want to do, and I'm going to continuously build it as I check things off. Mm. This is my mm. life. These yeah. are just things that I want to do. Yeah. It's not. I'm not thinking about death. I'm thinking right. about life. Yeah, yeah. And so I have that there. And one of the things on my bucket list is to write a book. Mm. And mm. so check. <laughs> check and check, mate. <laughs> um, what's uh? How often do you journal, and what's the longest you went without journaling? Um, I've gone like four or six months without journaling. Mm. And what was that mental space like? Like that whole, like that four months, where was your head at then? I don't know. Mm. I don't remember it. Mm. I probably was busy or something. (laughs) Um, but however, when I'm not necessarily journaling, I'm, I noticed I have notebooks Mm, everywhere. I have notes everywhere. So you're always writing or you're always jotting down. Yes. Or even in my phone. Yeah. So what I do is I have a list of either it's either a dream or idea. Mm. And that's how I categorize it. Mm. So if I have a dream, so this is this is not me necessarily writing, writing down. Right. But if I have a dream, right. I'll wake up and I'll whatever that dream is. Immediately I don't. Go at it. Yeah. And I write it down. I don't mm-hmm. try to necessarily in, I, I, I interpret it later or I try to. But I, what you I'm doing it. is I'm trying to determine a pattern to see what's going on right, with me and what's going right, on in my right, subconscious. Right. Mm, and mm. so I, I, if, if, if I remember the dream, because some dreams you don't remember. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, if I yeah. remember it, I document it. Mm. And whenever I have an idea, and sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning, I, whenever I have an idea, mm-hmm. I write it down and I document it. Mm. And so certain days I'm really high. Mm-hmm. And I got it all figured out and mm-hmm. I'm confident and I know what I want to do in life. And I know what my next step is and my next task. Mm-hmm. But then some days I'm really lost. Mm. And guess what I do? Journal. I go back to my dreams and my ideas. Oh. This is from me. Nobody's mm. telling me what to do. This is all from me. Everything that you need and, it, and want yeah. in life, you have all the answers for yourself. Wow. It's just finding a way. It's, it's like how do you 
access and some people will call it like your super conscious and your and your right, best self your right, highest self right right, right right yeah and so i'm learning and this so this is uh, my journey and these are things that i'm learning mm. and but through journaling and through this process i think it could actually help other people as well absolutely absolutely yeah i, I love the guidance i love things like this just because it just it, it lets you know that you're not alone like i love hearing people's like I'm nosy. Like I love hearing like how deep you can go like with your thoughts, like where your mind's been, like how we relate. Like I love it. So I love this guidance. Like I think it's amazing. Um as far as uh when when you when you're not journaling, when you're when when you do have those low days, when you do when you're feeling kind of off, how do you get through the day? I check myself. So, mm -hmm. um, so back to the journal. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it's journal entry number two. It's either two or three positive affirmations. Mm -hmm. mm. And I write positive aff affirmations to myself mm -hmm. and I tell myself positive things. And I actually have little note cards that, I, um, that I've decorated in a frame on my wall in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it's by my door. So I have to yep. see it when yep. I leave out of my door. Yep. And it just tells me, like, I have one written that says, um, look at what you've done. Be mm -hmm. proud. Mm. Own it. Smile. You're Shanta Jackson. I'm Shanta mm. Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, God is with you. Always has been. Always will be. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, these little things, and I, and I read yeah. and I say it to myself. But one thing that I do, especially when I have anxiety or if I'm like, and what I get anxiety about is that I have so many responsibilities mm -hmm. as it relates to business or just personal like well you know i have mm -hmm. to cook breakfast and be a up. mom yeah, yeah that's enough <laughs> responsibility be a mom is enough on its own <laughs> and then my clients in this business you yeah, know and yeah. so sometimes it's so much to do and i don't know what to do first mm. and so one thing that i do in addition to journaling is that i i meditate and i do deep breathing and usually when I meditate, it turns into prayer. So um, mm -hmm. what I like to do is I like to uh, take a, I inhale and it's very deep. Mm -hmm. But when I'm inhaling, I'm saying in my mind what I'm in, what I am inhaling. Mm. So, for example, I'll take a deep while I'm inhaling and I'll say to myself, positive energy. Mm. Um, uh, love or mm. whatever it is that I'm thinking that mm -hmm. I want. And then when I exhale, I'll exhale and I'll say to myself, and I'm actually taking it out of, of my body. Right, right, right. And I'll say fear, anxiety, mm. stress, doubt. Mm. And then I inhale confidence mm. and, 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 gotcha. and, and different things. And so I'm bringing it in. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. that helps me to kind of calm down just to get my mind to where I can make the best next decision for the ne best next step. Exactly. Exactly. Because that, that's another important thing, like just having a clear mind, a positive mind with everything you do. You know, you step into something with with negative mind, negative mindset, and it, it, it's bound to like it's bound to fail. It's bound to fail. So, I mean, that that's an amazing technique right there i mean i i'm i'm trying so hard to learn how to meditate but i get so distracted like my add is just all over the place so i'm trying so hard to really get that yeah, meditation I listen to, i'll go on youtube and i'll find like some meditation music mm -hmm. 
And it's not necessarily, you don't have to think of it like a formal meditation. And they actually have some where the positive affirmations are spoken. Mm -hmm. And just try it when the person is speaking those positive things. And, you know, I am confident. I am worthy. I am loved. Right, right. Just just say that to yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily about having to, you don't have to be Russell Simmons and be all in your zen. (laughs) And and sit with your legs all crossed. And and (laughs) you don't have to, I mean, if you do that, that's great. And if if you can get in that space but it's something just as simple as you could be at the hair salon under the dryer yeah yeah and just take some deep breaths Mm -hmm. and like just take a moment uh, for yourself that's all and you tell yourself some positive things and and like you know i can do this right 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 they Mm -hmm. uh uh they the tongue is very powerful what whatever you say is is (laughs) once you speak it like that's it it's already out there um, how firm are you on that? Like, do you really watch the things you say? And yeah. Don't and say- I try to watch the things that I say about myself. And mm-hmm. when I notice that I say something negative or just in general, I correct myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, so, so the tongue is a powerful thing, but also the mind is a powerful Absolutely. thing. And so Absolutely. is the heart. Yep. All of that inside is just, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, uh, tell us about this weekend, Pan-African Connection. Yes. Pan-African Connection. Bookstore, Art Gallery, and Resource Center here in Dallas, Texas. I'll be there um, on the on Saturday, February fifteenth, and Sunday, February sixteenth. So Saturday from two to three, two thirty to five thirty. I'll I'll have a table there and be doing a book signing. And um, actually, a few people have uh, made some some pre-orders and pre-purchases, so they'll nice, be picking it up there. Nice, and, nice. and then even if you don't want to pre-purchase, you can reserve a copy. Go to my website, shantajackson.com. That's shantajackson.com. And I'll have that in the description. Yes. Um, <laughs> for more information. And if, and if you can't come on Saturday, maybe Sunday from 12 to 4, mm-hmm. the same location, I'll be out on the sidewalk at the market that they have. And if you can't make it there, you can always visit the website and um, place your order there. And I welcome um, emails and, and communication and feedback and questions or um, I don't know who's listening but if you want to invite me out to one of your events mm. I'm I'm mm. more than welcome to come back I travel awesome awesome I love it I love it thank you so much for coming Shanta oh my gosh this was amazing thank you I knew I was gonna learn a lot <laughs> I'm excited to uh I'm, I'm dwell I'm dwelling into this like I'm diving straight in like this is gonna be the one if you look in my room right now I have like four or five journals that like one page is filled and then I'm like, all right, like it's, it's so hard to really like control my, put my feelings on paper. But when I can see that, when I can see someone else's feelings and then I can relate and jot down, I love it. So I'm, I'm diving right into this. Thank you so much for coming by. Let everyone know where to find you again, website, all that good stuff. Yeah, so shantajackson.com. That's S-H-A-W-N-T-A jackson.com. And on Instagram and Facebook at the Shanta Jackson. Boom. There it is. I'll have all of that in the description. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming. You have to come to Dallas again. Like, like after for this, sure, for sure, after for this, sure. you have to for sure come back. But you have to give me an honest review and Absolutely. testimonial Absolutely. about this journal and how it impacted you. Say less. Say okay. less, say less. I that that's you'll be hearing from me as soon. Right when I close that last page, I'll be I'll be right on your right on right in your DM. So don't even worry about that. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Make sure I'll have all of Shanta's websites or everything. Her links will be all in the description. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you get feedback, like, comment, subscribe, 
all that good stuff. And I will see you guys next week. Peace. Lost in Culture Podcast. That's right.